now could we do the whole now thing? Now we're going to you, do the intro. If you just play it in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> like when you when you play the record backwards yeah. and it says a demon summoning spell and say Mine's panic. always mine's always had good things to say. Oh, okay, that's good. Now you say welcome to casting. Oh. Welcome to casting light. Cool. Brought to you from Guiding Light. Thank you. To Doug and Debbie. My name is Daniel. That's all I got. Okay. But is, was that it? Is that what we're no. doing? Oh, okay. I was gonna. I was like, I don't think that that. Okay. Welcome to Casting Light, a podcast put on by Guiding Light. Um, my name is Daniel. Debbie. I'm Doug. Um, thank you for tuning in. This this week's going to be a little oddball of a week. It is weird. So the situation right now is that we've had, we've been trying to get some recordings done, but everybody, we've just had been having some scheduling issues. It's nobody's fault in particular. Um, <laughs> it's nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault in particular. So we just kind of decided that the three of us are going to do a little episode and it's very confusing probably. Oh, I don't know. We didn't really, I don't know what we just talked about, what you're about we to hear. We covered a, a wide but, range. Uh, I, think it yeah. was, I think it was probably entertaining, so. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah. We've pivoted. Yeah, it's, We've not, it's, not, it's not happening. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. your, so in an all honest question, so what would be, no, I think that's a fair question. Mm. What animal would you want to be? A, um, a koala, a porpoise, um, one, pick one. Yeah. Koala? No, koalas are mean. And they all have chlamydia. They all have herpes. Herpes. Um, But do they know that? No, that's kind of the beauty of it, you right? know. Um, is it really herpes? I thought it was chlamydia. I thought it was I think it's, I think it's some, I think it's it's some sort of human sexually transmitted disease because it's a huge problem because they're mean and they scratch people. And then people get chlamydia. They're from one of the koala. few animals that like has human sexually transmitted diseases. What a cr- like how terrible would that be? Like you I know, right? Your wife gets chlamydia. How dare you like look? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I uh I read I wrote a story on Reddit about uh, a woman who, um, the the guy is a, a man and wife, and they have a child, and the guy gets more and more insecure about whether or not it's his kid, so they get a paternity test, and it isn't, and she doesn't know what happened. You know, she swears to God, like she wasn't unfaithful yeah. or anything like that. But you know, what if you're the guy in that situation? What do you yeah. think too? Yeah. And then, um, and then it turns out that the baby was switched at birth. So, so funny story. They're already about, getting divorced and everything, and then they find that out. And about like, babies being switched at birth. So when my daughter was born, mm-hmm. so in Lansing at Sparrow, they they no longer have like a nursery. Now now it's just a NICU because there's anyways. So like mm-hmm. you know you get birth, they take you to the the mom and baby rooms or whatever, and you can like a nurse will come and take the child 
mm-hmm. and take him to the nursery so like the mom and so the parents can rest a little bit mm-hmm. so we're like hey well, like will you take our daughter we're gonna go down and get some coffee we'll be right back up great mm-hmm. so I hand the baby over a little roller thing and go downstairs get coffee come back up the daughter and then so we go to the nursery like hey we're here for our daughter and they're like your daughter's not here and we're like excuse me mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're like oh well they must she must be still in the room with the nurse and we went to the room and she's not there either and we're like where is our child right, right. <laughs> and ended up being a nurse was walking around the oh, but we we're just like what yeah i can't imagine the feeling the yeah that whole time in my life was very i will say though the the bit the most joy i've ever had in my life is rocking rocking my daughter to sleep at like three o'clock in the morning that's cool yeah it's chlamydia, by the way. It is chlamydia? <laughs> it's chlamydia. <laughs> I thought it was chlamydia. Uh. Yeah, koalas have chlamydia, and apparently it is killing them. They're seeing almost 100% infection rates in mm. some wild... I thought you were going to say 100% like some death animals, rates. I was like, wow, no, but it is killing them. Chlamydia will kill you? Hard. Some animals deserve like to go extinct. So if... So anyways, what koalas deserve What animal? Death? Yes. And pandas. Like I like pandas. I, I like pandas. I, I like pandas, but they're I don't see, like I I would I could see Deserve natural selection being like was would be weeding them out. I the, could see weeding out koalas. Deserve too. is the wrong word, but like the deserve like they, yeah, they like some they, moral. they don't do anything to deserve it. Some moral. But like um, I don't know pandas like they they only survive on a very specific diet and bamboo bamboo right yeah. and and it's and it's like really difficult like they shouldn't be like do they have any natural predators i don't like probably short right? of themselves being I, stupid. I, I had a i'm not very good at expressing this opinion of mine uh but Ooh, i'm interested <laughs> but but um like they they don't breed in the they don't they don't breed in captivity. We all know that, but they don't breed in the wild very much. Like they're just kind well, of they're going that way. They're very sensitive. Yeah, and so it's just yeah. like you know, if they're dying out, it's dying out, and you know, it's, it's just kind I of know. How it I'm has not to saying be. they probably would have lived another five thousand years without us if we weren't yeah. here, but they were they were going that exactly. way. Exactly. You know. I have heard this opinion before. It's not it's, an opinion. It's a scientific Doug fact. I mean, <laughs> it's a Doug fact. To the, a Doug fact. The, the Doug fact zone. <laughs> this is Doug fact corner. Uh, sorts of corners so what we do have a lot of corners yeah so well it's an office um <laughs> so what animal would you want to be uh that's a depressing i'd want to be a panda because they're gonna die soon <laughs> it would be cool to be a panda i like i i think koala this isn't my answer but you know my mind goes to koala because it just seems like a nice way to live just hang out in trees and get high on eucalyptus and just have be, chlamydia just be mad at everyone <laughs> yeah you know and um I think I'd want to be like a whale. Hmm. Yeah, just you know, I like. Oh, I like you say that though. I like the idea that they just kind of travel around, and you know, I I wonder also how, you know, I think it's very possible that they're more. There's no there's there's no point in really gauging intelligence levels as the way we perceive it you know yeah. what i mean but i think they're they're probably in tune with with reality in a different way that we are on a higher level than we are yeah. so i'd be interested to see what that's like i'd be curious too if that came into like i i see that as like a two-dimensional being would not be able to experience 
a three-dimensional world the way right. that we experience the same right. way that we wouldn't be able to experience a four-dimensional world and like so i could see animals just having a different perception and well have you ever seen have you ever seen those pictures of uh birds in the light spectrum that they perceive it Mm-mm. their feathers are oh, actually yeah, a lot yeah. more vibrant and yeah. stuff like that um they because they just kind of they see different colors yeah you know and we I mean? thought they were just boring pigeons yeah so if you're okay let's say a koala how would you like to be served for dinner <laughs> um what is this part of the question uh, i mean just slit my throat and get it over with <laughs> That and is what I you mean, right? No, like, no, 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 no. I'm saying like, how would like, if, if you were going to eat a koala, how would you like that koala to be prepared? How, if I was going to eat a koala? Yes. What is this question? Like a I, steak, I guess, right? Like medium rare. Are we, medium are we, rare. Are we braising it? Are we, is it maybe like a barbecue sauce? Is it just like I would like pepper? there to be noticed. I would like it to be to a point where if, I wouldn't know the difference whether or not this is a steak from a cow or from a koala. Oh, that's boring. I would like it just I want to be able to taste. Mm. Oh, I'm not saying. I'm sure it would taste different. No, I want it to taste. I want to eat it and be like, "This is koala." (laughs) I'm not like it wouldn't taste any different. But as far as preparing it, I wouldn't do it anything differently than if it was a a steak from a cow or something like that. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I don't like this question. As I as I think about that though, and like like the whale thing. So I've been asked a question about what what animal would I want to be. I think if I could skip the the extremely low percentage chance that I would survive as a small small one i would say a sea turtle give yourself a break oh okay as they, as the as yeah, the right, right, baby right. yeah yeah it's it's one, i agree with that i think like that's, that's i a think good that decision. would be yeah. the the idea of being able to see like the length of time that you get to experience i just feel like there's a certain like there's just a, a you serenity be a and wisdom or do you want to be a galapagos tortoise I think, well, they both live I'd rather long. be a sea turtle. Oh, Did sea they? turtle, oh, yeah. okay. I, I would want to be able to traverse the seas. Yeah. <laughs> traverse Me too. Them. I, I like mean, that. Finding Nemo is a good example of what I would imagine that life would be like. Just like, crash. Yeah. You know, you just No, no, that, that's my dad. Riding <laughs> <laughs> waves. No, but just the, the idea of, that just seems like a very serenity-filled life. Okay. Yeah. Short of being like attacked and like, you know, like say, it's wildlife. So it's not running away from orcas on the surface. Do orcas eat turtles? Yes. They eat everything. Yeah. Orcas are like trash pandas of the sea. They eat they're the, everything. They're the possums of the sea. Yeah. Possums are great animals though. They're also very nice. They are. Yeah. It's that's fine. Yeah. And it, and it blacks okay. out. That's totally fine. Yeah. No, you're good. Do whatever you got to do, Doc. We're here for you. As far as I'm concerned, this is the episode right now. But like, yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, just sure. it's just a chit chat. Yeah, a little chitter chatter, you know. It's like a little behind the scenes look. Yeah, every once in a while you got to be a possum. Every once hosts. in a while you got to be a koala. How's that look? I don't know. I mean, I think you can have the computer in it. Like, yeah, but I don't want it like here. You know? Oh, okay. It looks fine. It's nice to be able to actually like see what we're doing though and be like, I know so that this is, is where the show notes distracting. go. Does it, is it distracting? I think it's kind of distracting. The computer? No, the, that, that, you know, I don't look at that. I'm looking okay, at good. you guys. Cool. I'm going to try not I know, to look at that. I know for the most part, I just look at the people talking, but. So I, there's a, I was listening to a podcast like mysteries of the world uh-huh. and I'm really getting into some of the more obscure mysteries that don't get a lot of like, like what? Love it. There was the Somerton man. 
What's I that? love that one. That was I was I was like pretty so crazy. So the Somerton man is a man that was found Australia, right? Was yes. found in Australia at a beach, like in this weird. Anyways, they they found him. It His was just body. a body. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And. There's no discernible way that he died. Mm-hmm. Um, all of his tags were ripped off. His name was spelt differently in every single thing that he had. He had no belongings. He had like a weird note, like, but hidden in a weird pocket. Mm-hmm. And like, and they kept trying to find like, well, who is this? They don't even know who he is. They couldn't identify him. And, yep. and it was like this weird. It's wild. And the conspiracy theories around it are wild too. Yeah. Was he a contemporary guy to us like was he this was in 19 it was after world war ii yeah because they thought he was 40s late late 40s did you ever hear about um this was a um the british government did a thing where they dumped a guy's body off of i think spain or portugal or something like that they put they put like fake plans on normandy for for d-day yeah 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 um you sure it wasn't something like that? It sounds like that's hundred percent because this is the Somerton man. Okay, sure. No, I mean, I, I do. That, that is one of the speculations is that it was some sort of, some sort of yeah, yeah. They do they because they never. I mean, they they don't know where he was even right. from. They got they got close to the the pod, at least the podcast I was listening to. They believe that super roundabout way a woman that came. Oh, and then he had this book that had a page ripped out this mm-hmm. weird book that had this woman's number and this weird code in the back of it and everything of it was just like very like who is this guy yeah but i don't it was a cool Didn't podcast they find the page yes like and then someone they, had the page so he, yeah so he had a page of it and they found the book that the the actual book that the page was ripped out of and it just got thrown into some random dude's car it was it was elaborate there's mm. a lot of very strange pieces of the puzzle that i mean i'm not gonna lie i've I've heard this story and i've heard it done by a couple different podcasts and like i watched some like unsolved how meta is this right now it's crazy so like (laughs) i've heard it done a few different times do you not see where i met it no it's we're 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 on a podcast talking oh yeah that is meta (laughs) i was like yeah I, as soon as I said it, I saw your face. So I was like, "This is what he's he's thinking." Like, I don't understand how that's meta. I don't. Yeah. I have a hard time grasping what that word means. It's so. super weird, but yeah, it's this like is, Inception. A dream in in this context, self-referential. I, I it. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's the metadata. You know it when you know it, but then if somebody yeah. asks you to explain it, it's, it's like a lot of the friggin' words I say. Yeah, where in like, in context I know what it means, but yeah, like yeah, give me yeah. a definition, I'd be yeah. like, I have no idea what does that. Then when you ask me like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. Like, tr- just trust me. Just trust me. It's right. Yeah. <laughs> just Google Sometimes it. it is, but. Yeah. I don't know. So, what favorite animal? What's huh? your, what animal would you like to be? You're the only one. I said meerkat. Why? That's a good one. Okay. Well, I was hoping that you wouldn't come back to this because it's because they're cute. What's wrong with that? Because you guys had really deep answers for why you wanted to be yours, and I'm just, it's just cute. That's it. That's all it is. I like their little tails. It seems like I a like good way to live, stripes. you know. I think I would also want to be uh, like spider monkey or something. I would say a lynx. Yeah, that's cool, too. I like big, any big cat I find what's extremely the, fascinating. What's the big cat that lives severely endangered, and it's got that giant tail? All snow leopard. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is all of them, but I think snow leopard. The snow, snow leopard is yeah. the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Any, Those any. Cool. I just want to squeeze them. You know? I know, yes, as it, as it Everybody does. your stomach that's out. That's part of the problem. Yeah, right. But I, I, that whole. Everyone wants a coat. Not goat farmers. 
Oh yeah, that's fair. They don't want to squeeze. Oh, they want to squeeze them, but yeah. in a violent way. <laughs> I I feel like the that whole lifestyle of like very elegant, graceful, yet mm. fierce, de- independent. Yeah. Um, like that carries kind of that whole nostalgia of what I think a lot of people want, mm. or See, quote unquote want. Well. This is interesting because um, I considered myself to be a dog person my entire life. Um, I still love dogs. I love animals. Like, um, but I am definitely, I think in the past three years, I've come to the realization I'm definitely more of a cat person. Yeah, when you stop being drunk all the time. I, you know, and I'm, I'm wondering how much of a, how much of a, that is reflective of like who my true self is because I think I always wanted to be a dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not literally, but right. like you the wanted pers- to be a dog the, person, the, the personality. Like yes. You know, the yeah. personality of a dog is like, I always wished I was more extroverted. That was a big source of insecurity for me was like, I, you know, I don't, I'm not friendly enough with people. People don't like me enough. I'm not, I don't talk like this goes back to high school, middle school, big time. But like, you know, I, I don't know how to carry a conversation. I'm not, people don't like when they see me. Um, these are I, all my insecurities. My dogs. <laughs> well, look, the, the point is, is that that's something that I guess that's the kind of yeah. e- ego that I put onto a dog. And, um, I think as I've become more comfortable with myself, I've come to realize that I'm more of a cat person. It's interesting, though, because all of those things that you would list is like, I, I kind of view you the same way that I view my brother in the way that, like, you're a lot of the things that I'm not, and I'm jealous of that. Like, a lot of the traits that you have. You're a lot of, of things that I'm not, and I'm like jealous how of you, that. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> but generally, like, it's it's funny how, because my brother's, my brother's has, was just very different than me, and it was always mm-hmm. like, I just wish I was more like my brother. My brother would be like, I just wish I was more like you. Yeah. And... But no, a lot, of, a lot of those traits, like I, I, I very much look up to you in, in a lot of the ways that you carry yourself, yeah. and the way that same I waste my words a lot. I shouldn't say I waste my words, but I can fill time if if I yeah. need yeah, to. I can't I use a lot of words yeah. for the yeah. same. Josh and I talk about this all the time because I use a lot of words to say the same thing that he says in like five words. Brian used to always tell me like, "Say more with less." God, that is one of the <laughs> hardest things to hear. Uh, no. Can you say that in one sentence? And yeah. You're like, no, I can't. Well, it's a big issue with it's a big issue <laughs> nope. when it comes to my writing too. Is I um, is you write? I well for this job. Oh yeah. I don't okay. write actually, but like you know, for for my job I do. But um, so you write? Sure. Yeah. I do. I mean, but I use a lot of words and stuff like that, and um, <laughs> I would hope so, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> But no, I I use adjectives a lot. I feel like I just put too many adjectives in things. I, don't even know and what I, an I think it's a holdover is. from being a history major and just like word. right, okay. incredibly. Uh, instead of just saying something, instead of just trying to say something as, is a, what as it an is. objective fact, yeah. I have to put in all these flowery words and stuff like that. The pot is mm-hmm. hot. The pot exhumes intensity. The pot exhumes <laughs> intense, <laughs> intense radiating heat. It's yes. exactly <laughs> the pot. <laughs> yeah, we can do a whole thing. And I talk like that too, kind of. In um, a British accent. <laughs> now I wish, but um, you know, it's weird. I started learning how to do an Australian accent, and I can't get out of it. I can't do my British accent anymore. Well, they're very close. Yeah. Yeah, they're but they're similar. hard. I was never able to get an Australian accent. I. Like I'm just yeah, of, like all right, let's do an Australian shrimps accent. Shrimps on the bar. That's the first <laughs> thing I was gonna say. The shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, see, that's like, um, like a British person would say mac and cheese, like mac, mac and mac and cheese. 
right? It's pretty good. Roy, uh, an Australian guy would be like Mick and Cheese. Mick, <laughs> so right? good. Like, there's a little bit. There's yeah. like an E where the I is, and there's an for British people. There's like an A. You can where tell the I is. Australian. You can tell they're on a barren island. Like just in right. her <laughs> no, there to die. You can really feel it. You can be like, that's that sounds like a desolate place. I'd except to, on the coast. I'd love to go there, yeah. Australia, you, know, I, you know what's crazy about Australia is like um it's the it's the same size as the United States. Is it? Yeah, it's just because really? of the, it's just because of the Merc Mercator or Merc Mercat I've never been able to pronounce it right. The Mercator projection of what a map on the map, of the yeah, map on of the world, world is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um like we're so big yeah and actually australia uh, so australia is literally the same size as the united states and it's there's nothing there people don't live there the there's something very exactly awe-inspiring about just the vastness of things yes that's what i'm trying to yeah like the word vast it (laughs) why (laughs) (laughs) but finish your thought and i'll explain the, the the same the same reason why like the I have an appreciation for the desert because you can sure Australia is a desert, but I grew up in Arizona. Desert, the de- <laughs> desert. Yeah, we call you it the whole there. place. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, there's nothing there. The, the desert. Where I can't get into it, but but just the the vastness. Sure. But the same thing with any large scope of area where you can recognize how small you are. Mm. Mm. It's just very awe-inspiring of a reminder of, or on a very clear sky. It blows my mind that I can look up at the sky, see a star, and understand like that's, there is no way we'll be able to get physically something from where I am to where that star is within mm-hmm. the age of the universe. Mm-hmm. Like the just the vastness of space, the vastness of what like this is. And then you can boil that down to even just because Australia, I mean, it's they have roads where it's just like uh, if you break down anywhere on this road yeah, you're, you're, in the next 600 kilometers because they use a good system of measurement. Mm-hmm. Nah, like, definitely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you a fan of the standard? Oh, no, it's so stupid. Like, <laughs> okay, I was like, like, no, no, no. Really? I was, I'm kidding. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I like. Uh, growing up and like having to learn what the metric system is in school, I hated school, so I never bothered to learn it. So I always thought, I mean, I was never elitist about anything, but I always thought inches and feet made more sense just because. But then what when I started, American idea but then I when have. I started working in, yeah. but then when I started working in shops and stuff like that, and I realized like, oh, it's a base ten system. Like, why the hell do we not use this? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because yeah. ours is better. It is. I don't better. know. I, I don't. That. I am curious of why. Do you know the history behind that decision? I did it. One America time. history major. Um, well, I know we tried to do the metric system in the seventies when Jimmy Carter was president. Really, people were not having that. Yeah, they're like, "This is an American." Yes, that's exactly that's it. That's exactly what he, yeah. he put solar panels on the White House, and then when Reagan came in, he took them off. <laughs> Just like, okay, it wasn't hurting anybody, but yeah. I mean, yeah, so cool. were you asking a question? Why? Why do we? You use, know the so, do you know why? the history of why at the initial decision? we chose to do or even where the standard system came from was the Norse inch and foot uh, is so happy you know this is that unit of measure I I mean don't quote me on this but it's a yeah I mean you're it's a it's a Norse unit it's a it's a how did we get to use that because the British Isles were you know were um, 
Norsen? Is that what they called? Norsemen. Nordic. Nordic. We're like Norsen. the British. No, the British Isles. Were, the Norsen. Uh, British Isles. The the. Where are the British Isles? Britain. England. Okay. Well, that's what. <laughs> oh. Britain. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Like Wales. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure because yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't know if they're like. Um. Not. No. Those like. So no, I mean the Vikings are are basically the descendants of like the ruling. So how does Britain use a, I mean, there's a, a metric system and here. we... Well, they're ahead of the times, right? Especially when it came British? to... British? Yeah. Well, in the in the grand scheme of things, they were when it came to stuff like that. I know, but why, how did how did the British... So this system came from... England. The Nordish. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. And somehow, like, they were just like, let's give it to those pesty Americans. Well, you know, no, we were them. Right, but how did how did we take that? And I guess I guess when would the split happen? When did everyone else in the world start using the metric system? Well, America just happened, and it split from England, and then England, because it's part of Europe, went to the future, and we just kind of see the way we are. We're basically a big Australia. Yeah, sure. Except I wonder if no Australia is the metric system. That's how this whole thing started. Isn't there? Only, there's only one other place that uses. It's like a country in Africa, I think, that yeah. only uses it. Yeah. That's also probably our fault. Uh, probably England's fault. Yeah, that was definitely mm, England's maybe. fault. Yeah. <laughs> Where Liberia is our fault in kind of a weird way, but America didn't have any colonies in Africa mm. except for Liberia. I was thinking of mission work. We well, sure. I want to say that once again, that's more America, of an England though. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. This, I mean, look. Plenty of, you're not going to get a lot of American sympathy from me, but I think the. This is such a controversial episode. No, no. I mean, it's not necessarily. Anyways. Um, Sykes-Pico agreement is responsible for a lot of the geopolitical problems we have today. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, definitely yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I know what those words mean. Uh, it's when it's when the Ottoman Empire was divided up after World War One, and so all the countries of like, of like Iraq and Syria yeah. and all that stuff were divided up along intentionally, like they, they, difficult lines those to make line, them easier to rule. Yeah, the, those um, lines were on purpose. We'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, people don't naturally break up into all those straight right angles and stuff like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, all right. Do you think that? We're going to go back to space. Okay. So the great filter. Uh-huh. The great filter? So basically the, the idea that there have, and I, I might be slightly wrong with this, but there have been multiple civilizations that are technically advanced enough, but at some point they always get to a point where they self-annihilate. Sure. Do you think Earth will end up that way? I think that... Um, I don't see any reason not to think that um, that this is actually like the ground zero for life in the universe. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there's any reason to think that Earth is not actually the first place. To I exist. thought about that too. Of of why? Because I believe I think panspermia makes a lot of sense to me, where really? life life originated in some one place. You know what I mean, and then just kind of spread. 
And I don't see any reason why Earth wouldn't be that. I don't necessarily believe in that, but I don't. I was going to say. I, I also a, don't. I, I also. But people like tend to really look down on that as like that can't be possible. There's got to be it, millions of people out there. It's just as like, likely. It's just as likely based on the fact that <laughs> sure, we don't. Yeah. We know we absolutely nothing. So we don't know that that's not you know. true. I, I just I, I find it difficult for panspermia just for the fact of biological life to survive that travel. Um. Well, I I think. Um, I or think, the ability I think to. It, I think if humanity advances, you know, if, if we stay alive for the next 10,000 years, let's say, you know, 5,000 years from now, um, I think we'll be pretty, like, pretty difficult to even wrap our heads around, like, what oh, yeah. we'll be capable of. So well, I, I like, guess when I think panspermia, I think a more, like, bacteria, not intelligent life moving from yeah. planet to planet. And I, I kind of think it's very possible... I think it's not very possible, but I think it's just as equally possible as anything else um, yeah. that this is the first put spot in the universe that intelligent life has, to our level, has existed. Do you think that there... The ability to contemplate the word meta, you know what I mean? I think that's a good way to kind of measure the level of consciousness that we have. Like self-referential things. Like we have, I think the thing that distinguishes humans from other living that's beings really as good, we understand yeah. as the thing that distinguishes humans from other living beings as we understand them is that um we kind of recognize that we are thinking about ourselves yeah you know like we kind of see ourselves in this existence and are able to comment on that if that makes any sense like what is it Ex existentialism is you know about um He's pulling out a lot of buzzwords today. <laughs> I know. Well, and it's funny because I feel <laughs> like the dog that's looking at itself means. in the mirror right now because I don't understand half of what you guys are talking about. I mean, I, I when I think of when I think of moving forward into the future and like the survival of humanity and just that whole idea, I think a lot of when will or is there a point in time where the individual. Oh, this is gonna go to a dangerous direction, but mm. the the individual is not as important as the whole. Mm. So, and like I, I say that in a sense of like greed and mm -hmm. self self enrichment and mm. and like finding like because I happen to do these certain things in a row, like I am inherently better mm. than other mm. people. And the, the whole thing, and go, going back to the crown, like the royals of like uh -huh. I have I have. I have been given the spot by birth. Mm. Right. My birthright is that I'm better yeah. than you. I hope, I mean, I hope there reaches a point where that happens. It kind of mirrors a little bit of a evolution in sort of how my political philosophy has kind of developed. Uh, because I used to be very, um, like libertarian and, um, anarchist and, um, and, um, there's and, something and, and pure something about that, something about the individualist yeah. is is something that I am and now I'm very much more um like I was like you know I was like a communist and a socialist when I was like 14 because it was edgy and cool I didn't really yeah. understand anything about anything yeah. and then I became very much a libertarian anarchist type of thing and now that's I'm funny now I'm be, now I'm becoming a socialist again um <laughs> well I because I'm an adult I, I, I kind of realize the predicament that we live in in America but like I just love the fact of like that's I've heard that so many times like I don't know not so many times but I've heard that as like that is a niche of like young guys yeah of like this for whatever reason um but again it's it's things things work great it's we screw them up 
Well, so I always like to say that I'm an anarchist in philosophy and a socialist in practice. Um, because in, a, in an ideal world where theories work out, first off, a theory is a scientific term, right? Yes. It's a part of the scientific method. Uh, there's nothing scientific about the study of human behavior. As much as they like to call themselves scientists, there's nothing scientific about it because you can't, there's no models that accurately predict what humans are. You know what I mean? As far yeah, as what humans are, or what humans do, what we do, Both. not as a, what we are biologically, but in a social sense. So are you speaking of theory encompasses a group of, of things, mm. a, um, what's the other word? Not theory. Hypothesis. Hypothesis. A hypothesis mm. is a single thing. A theory is a group, is a collection of laws. What's the difference between those two? A theory is a group and collection. I think uh -huh. it can, that that overarching a. I think you can use hypothesis. them both. I think theory is a bit. It's, you can't. It it depends on what area of science you're speaking of. Sure. Hypothesis is something that is being tested, not proven. But that's a hypothesis a is also theory. very specific to science. And theory is used across, like philosophy uses theory, math uses theory, science uses theory, psychology uses theory. Like, I would, I would push back that there is not scientific evidence of human nature on large scales. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah. Or even um, individual scales, really. I you think like, I, I think that humans are 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 way more um, simple than than we like to think. Put into put into if if you were to put some basic guidelines around people, I think for the majority they'll they'll follow the same path. Mm -hmm. I think that's been proven reasonably yeah. you know what i mean like and of course you you'll but those outliers are the reasons that yeah. we have so much advancement in certain areas is because yeah. and that's what i think is very interesting about humans is that you do yeah. have those outliers of people that break away and just like and the whole self-conscious thing the whole mm -hmm. meta idea mm -hmm. those are those people too that think like well what if i think differently yeah what I if think, this isn't true i think it's very interesting how you can see that sort of reflected in art from mm -hmm. you know 10,000 years ago, you know, everything is two dimensional. And we just, it's almost like you could see in the people making that, that we weren't even capable of, because I can't draw things in 3D. You know what I mean? No. I can only draw things in two dimension. But then there's like, there's this period in the evolution of us, like, of our consciousness, I think, where all of a sudden art just starts becoming lifelike and, and 3D, three dimensional, and depicting and a three dimensional thing. And, 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 mean, and then, and then now, yeah, else. yeah, you know, and then with Picasso, and that's why he was such a big deal because he's like. It still blows me away that he lived in the, like. Recently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, you hear Picasso and you're like, that's got to be the Renaissance, right? Right. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, because he was actually really, like, if you look at some of his early stuff, like, he was a very good classical sort of, like you said, renaissance type of painter. But then yeah. it's just like, screw all this. I and like also how there's the the idea of, like, like I'm going to be a classical painter. Like, the whole concept of, like, I'm just going to, my style is classic. Yeah. yeah. That's just weird to me. Of just like I feel like that goes against the very grain of what art is. Yeah. As an individual. My first word when you say that is like that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's lame. Yeah. 
Well, the same thing with music. That'd be like me being no, because like, my both my younger brothers were music majors, so um, that's a big thing. And and like, there's a lot. There's a lot of people who would just like. Sit. My brother and I had a really good discussion once about because my brother wanted to be a music teacher, and um, he asked me one time, "Is like should um, should like computers be a part of music teaching and stuff like that? Like being able to produce or compose and stuff like that like on a computer and not just um and i was like hell yes and he was like yeah i absolutely agree with that but there's a ton of people in the classical music school of thought that are pushing back against that and it's like you know you wonder why academia is dying it's because yeah. of people like you. that's why i fell out of love with academia like i wanted to be a, an academic historian um you know that's why i'm <laughs> but it's that's why, that's why i'm currently going to college for a history major that i just have to finish but, but like for the same reason that people get stuck, it's it's this whole idea of the people, people high up in academia, the people that have authority over some issues or have some sense of power. They love this, that authority. Yes, mm -hmm. where the idea yeah. of of shifting, it's the same thing of like what is it, the zero sum game of like if I if if you're winning, that means I'm losing. Yeah. yeah, and it's like that's not. But then again, that takes away from I think the very essence of what education and music and art, 100%. which is like it is yeah. to push. It is see what is possible and i think also like but our generation and the younger generation i think are like potentially swinging the pendulum crazy to the other side too and it's i'm curious of where we'll land in 100 years yeah yeah of, it will be very or interesting if we will fall into the same trap that those before us did and those before those did which probably most a likely bit. a little bit of both yeah i would hope that but i i just think the the whole idea of like learn the foundational stuff and then yeah. see what you can build. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I kind of <laughs> wish that we would go to a more apprenticeship model with a lot of things. Cause like specifically in social work and going through like bachelors into masters and then like, I never really wanted to get a PhD, but I looked into it cause that's just what you do. Right. Um, like looking into that path and what that looked like, they told me when I was graduating with my master's that to go take the licensing test right away. If you're going to do it at all, go take the licensing mm -hmm. test right away because it is not going to test you on what you actually do in practice. It's testing you on what you learned in your book. Yeah. And I don't think that's effective. I don't think that's helpful. Like, why would you not want me to be a well-versed, adequate social worker? Why would you only care that I can pair it back to you text from a book? I mean, it doesn't I make sense. For for the devil's advocate of that though, there mm -hmm. there you you draw you have to draw a line somewhere. Yeah. And then it then it becomes very loosey goosey of like, all right, well who's saying that you you're good at it? Which is interesting because I was talking to, to Ryan, my roommate. And it's just like a lot of people that are therapists should not be therapists. Yeah. Just because you can read the book and pass the test does not mean that you should be a therapist. But the thing is, they're not doing that either because like right they're now. They're not passing the test? <laughs> no, like we're, they're not really evaluating people because the no. way that you get licensed right now is that you just have to have somebody sign off your hours. Yeah. There's no evaluation of whether or not that person is a good social worker themselves. There's no evaluation of how like 
like there's no evaluation at all. There's no, and I, I don't like gatekeeping either. Like I think part of my issue with the academic side of this is that I think a lot of people get gate kept away from it based on finances, like not being able to afford the education when they're more than capable of helping people and doing really good social work, but they can't do it because masters is money. $40,000 for a master's like, okay, that's a big, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot. It's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous <laughs> it's that it's not like this any, uh, like anywhere else. Yeah. As far as I can tell, right? In any other industrialized country, it is not as insane as it is here. So mm-hmm. I will say, though, that I brought this discussion up. I'm mentioning Karen a lot these days, but I was That's talking cool. to her about... It's the first time on this episode. Yes. <laughs> but she, she was saying, like, you know what, Daniel? Like, yes, like, your generation might have all these complaints and all these things, but it's a million times better than 100 years ago, and you're, and yeah. you're heading in the right direction, which... On one hand, it's like I totally agree, but on the other hand, I'm I'm I like the idea of like just because it's quote unquote working doesn't mean that you can't quote unquote improve. Yeah, like but your the, struggles I, are I, valid. I do but... I do highly feel like so. And my a question I had was, do you think that there is populations too large to be effective in in what they do? What do you mean by population? So when I when I think of America, it's huge. Oh, okay. The yeah. the range of people I, ideas, like it's like mm-hmm. I think at one point it was a strength. Sure. Two hundred years ago, even a hundred years ago. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, is I don't know. I, I just feel like it's difficult for for super large populations to maneuver through the complexities of life on a large scale. Mm. I guess would be what I'm trying to say. Mm. I mean, I think that's true, but I think you also have to take into account like the the cultural construct of that population because like I personally, I think one of the problems is that you have such a large population and we have a very individualistic culture. So extremely so. Right. So like if you take that and you had like a collectivist, like community based culture, (laughs) That's way different. This is a weird episode. I know. This is a really <laughs> weird episode. I like it. But like, you know, like if, because, and it, for me, community is such a big thing. Like I, I love caring about other people. Yeah. But that can also become like you and I were talking about in the, in between episodes, we were talking about like caring about all these causes and at what point am I at capacity? And yeah. I, I have to take a step back from caring about other people and I have to also care about me and like deal with my own stuff and like let go of some of that guilt for not like you know i can't care about every single animal Mm -hmm. shelter and every single orphanage and every single you know it's too much yeah but i think one of the things that makes that hard is that we don't live in a place where we like i don't know that there are other people caring about that like i would hope so you know, like there are a lot of people that are friends of humane societies and things. And like, hopefully that would. But I think because we live in such an egocentric and individualist focused culture, I can't count on the fact that there are other people also caring about that thing. So then I feel like the burden ends up being on me. I mean, it's I will. I, I like the whole to me when I hear you say that it's coming from. All right. If you were to go back 200 years ago, it was communities. The only way that the only way humanity survived. Yeah was by working together mm-hmm. in these mm-hmm. tight knit. Maybe like, that's why I want to be a meerkat. I just want to be a peasant. Yeah. You know? They do have, they do have families. 
Yeah, they yeah. live in very tight knit yeah. communities but with very focused roles. I don't see, and I think probably probably this might have something to Doug might like. I've heard some. The, the industrial revolution revolution brought a lot of people to mm-hmm. centers. Yeah where it just changed the dynamic of what family was and what community was and what production was. And mm-hmm. because then it became, I don't, I'm not working on this thing because I, I need it. I'm working mm-hmm. on making, you know, these, these dope ASICs. Well, I mean, like marketing, I think has a lot to do with that kind of thing too. Those are some smart people well, it too. changed, it changed our relationship to needs. So yes. like, um, if you're working in exchange for money, which you which you use to exchange for your needs it's much different than working directly for your needs like yeah. food and shelter and stuff yeah. like that like trading eggs for bread sure you know um and that fundamental that would fundamentally change on it. It. i know a little bit <laughs> like what you're like sure oh i, I didn't mean that <laughs> it's okay <laughs> no I, I meant that like i was like yeah you're right like um that did fundamentally change the relationship we have with our own you know, community. I think also the ability to, I'm going to slightly switch, but the, like, I'm wrong. Mm. The whole idea of, I don't know, of just spreading, I don't know, I feel like spreading people out in, in general, like we have these, I don't know, I, I don't feel like connection, I don't feel like, and then even to bring it back to guiding light, like, you know, we have a certain, well, no, for real, mm-hmm. like we have a certain mm-hmm. amount of beds here and like, you know, it's like, great. Like, you know, this program's great. Like, can we make this big, mm. you know, can we produce, Yeah. can you create and foster this tight knit community and environment on large scale? Yeah. Like it's, it's just a difficult idea, especially with it's, you know, you bring in all these people, but I think back to that idea of like, if I can accept that I'm wrong, Hey, first off, if I can accept that I can be wrong, mm-hmm. if I can accept that other people can be right, and then the willingness to to do that, like, is it possible? Yes, but that that's a lot of hoops to jump through. Yeah. Um, I think I'm a lot more comfortable being wrong now than I used to be. I had to be right. Like, well, <laughs> no, like yeah. it was. Like, I I could accept that I was wrong, but, like, that was that was all I had. Like I physically didn't have a lot of things like I like that. And that was the part of my identity that I latched onto because like I was, I'm kind of smart and intelligent. Like, so, Mm -hmm. you know, like I can kind of hold on to that. Some people held on to the fact that they were big and tough. I was Mm -hmm. not (laughs) right. Um, you know, I was 135 pound, Mm -hmm. you know, beanpole. Yeah. But I, I could, yeah, I guess that was a big thing for me too. You know, um, that I was, you know, uh, like I'll get you. Yeah, I, you know, I with will. This. <laughs> I will out talk you. I will make you look stupid. Yeah, I can't beat you up. Mm. Um, and when I when I got bettered, on because I remember right before I got clean, I made this stupid. I was trying to uh, quickly get rid of a quarter pound of weed. Oh, okay. Oh. And and like I was just I I was dope sick and I was under stress and I so and I got ripped off dude just and I I play I was just taking a risk and I was like yeah dude, I, do, I hate even telling the story like okay here it is walking to this apartment that I don't know and just come back with the money later yeah yeah hey man and I, and I but I was just, there I was just like I, I I just have I don't have a choice yeah and that I would have rather been punched in the face yeah 
I know what you mean. Because that's 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 my realm. Yeah. The the being smart and like that's that's my realm. Yeah. And I see people of. I don't know. I, I think people, I see it across all different identities, but they cling to that identity. Yeah. I would steal drugs from you and then help you look for it. Done that a couple of times. Yeah. I've done it a few times. Yeah. You know, I've, I've literally um, done that and then been like nodding out. I've kind as, of like, yeah, and my yeah, friend's yeah. like, dude, I don't, I don't know where you're I like, from. you know, <laughs> um, yeah, I had that, um, I don't know. I didn't ever think I, I didn't really think I was that smart either, but I was like, um, I was always convinced of my ability to like get one over on people. I was always kind of convinced I was good at being like kind of a sociopath, like just being able to kind of dissociate from my emotions and being able yeah. to manipulate people like that. It was, um, no, that's, that's all it was. It's, yeah. I, I can remember of like, it's not the best way to describe it, but I, people would play me. I knew that I was being played though. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's a situation of this guy I used to buy drugs from and I would, it was, I was asked a question one time, like what, what was the, what was the worst time in your life? Or like, what was like the, the, just the worst feeling time in your life? And it was when I had a, I lived in this guy's bedroom and they had a bed and a desk and there was a spot just in between them big enough for me to sleep. And I stayed there at all times and we just get high and sell out of his house. And, mm -hmm. and I remember waking up or being at some point and I was just like, I'm okay with this. And that's when I was like, dude, seriously? Like, yeah. and, but he would like, he would constantly steal from me and screw me over. And like, you could tell he just kind of thought that like, like I'm getting over on this guy, but it's like, yeah. but I would get over on him too. And it was just like, I was very aware of what was happening and it was very much a toxic relationship all around. But yeah. like. I, f I don't know. How in like, your mind did you get over on him? Uh, I barely brought any money to the table. Okay. Yeah. So like I would get high every day. Yeah. And like, and then we would pick on other people that yeah. were less fortunate than even us yeah. and me. Yeah. And like I got fronts from him multiple. Like I, I, I got over him on a few different ways. Mm -hmm. And then he would get over me a bunch of other ways. And it was just like this constant back and forth. And it's almost like we were both just like giving each other a wink and a nod. Yeah. And then just pretending that we're friends. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. I don't know where this is. And that's why America's too large. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's a little different, but when you first said like I had to be right because that was all I had, it just made me think of like growing up in an abusive home. Like I had to be right about what kind of mood he was going to be in when yeah. he came home. So being able to hear the tires on the mm -hmm. driveway and know what was going to happen. And I had to be right every time because I needed to survive. Yeah. And like, it made me think that I was really good at reading people. I was not like, I mean, mm -hmm. the obvious answer is he's always in a bad mood. <laughs> like yeah. it's never good. Like it doesn't, there's nothing different about the way that the tires rotated on the driveway today. It, it's always bad. So you're yeah, but there's a waiting. there's definitely a way for you had to find something. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, and you like trick yourself into thinking like, no, but I'm figuring something out. Like I'm yeah. unlocking something here so that control. I'm still in control of something. Whoa. Even though like there was there was nothing. Like no. it you know, and it was just like that idea that your brain has to protect you somehow. And sometimes that protection is by like convincing yourself that you know more or can do yeah. more or whatever than you really can. Yeah. 
But you have to believe that you're in control. Yeah. Um, Why? Oh, I imagine in a situation like that, like maybe not, maybe not like you, you, yeah. you said you have to, I don't know if you were, were you saying it in general or in that situation? In that situation. Okay. But I mean, I guess like, in gen- I would argue it's also in general, like people mm-hmm. do you have want to, to feel like there's they, a difference between you have okay, to and you fair. want to. I mean, I don't know. I think like to your point earlier about humans are so simple. The I most guess, complicated, simple things on the planet. I know, like it. There, I can see what you mean about a simplicity, but I think that we are far more complex than we can currently intellectualize. Like, I don't think we understand exactly how complex we are. We don't understand very much about how the brain works, which means we don't understand really anything about how behavior is created or you know why we do the things that we do like we just understand so little that i think we're far more complex than even we understand and i maybe we do need to feel in control in some way maybe we do have to but we just can't conceptualize that yet like we don't have the understanding of our own selves yet um because that comes up a lot like how often do you talk to people about needing to feel in control i mean i think it's more of i would say hey like what what does that even get you and 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 Mm -hmm. the identification of the fact that you really aren't yeah but then you go to the other side of i don't know why this came across my mind of like Mm -hmm. how crazy would it be if somebody like a fourth dimensional being just like popped up right here was just like dude gonna blow your mind (laughs) i know like, it'd be crazy. What would you call him, Doug? Uh, Flargorts. I was going to say Chet. <laughs> Chet? Chet. Okay. Like, what's up, Chet? Anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know. The... Do you know anybody named Chet? No. I haven't ever met anybody named Chet either. I don't know anyone named Chet either. The idea of... Like how much ego or power or protection is that really granting that we like to think that we have any bit of control over the universe is insane to me though. Hmm. Yeah. Like on a grand scale, and that's what blows my mind about like dictators or like or like any like large power, like the belief in their bones that like I have this. Like I have yeah. control and power and dominion over like this vast this vast thing and i can like i have control over that is just insane to me do you think they really do though or do you think that it's an insecurity (laughs) thing of like i have to exert as much dominance as i can because i don't actually have any power at some point does it matter though sure i mean the actions are that just felt good to say that interesting (laughs) does it matter does it even matter what would knowing do for you I love that question, though. I know. Well, I think, like, you know, our very essence is that we have to, like, as a... So we evolved from single-cell organisms, like, in order to... What? Allegedly. (laughs) No, sure. I'm I'm willing to follow that thread, you know what I mean? I think there there might have been something different that made humans the way we are. I don't know, but, like... um, I don't completely close the door on that. Probably Chet. It's equally as likely. We don't know the answer. Sure. It was Chet. Um, It was Chet. It could be. 
Who knows? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm about that. Chuckling. I'm okay, I'm okay Maybe with that. Maybe that's why we've never met a person named Chet. If you yeah. know, if anybody has What's, ever met a guy named Chet, let us know. send it to our What's busting joke? TikTok account. <laughs> What's that joke? It's like, have you ever seen the moon and the sun in the same place? They're the same person. What? That's a family guy episode. It's like Hannah Montana. I was thinking of the country thing. Do you remember uh, Peter Topia or whatever? No. Oh, where, his, he, where he makes his own country? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pretoria. Pretoria, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's one of the early episodes. Is it? It's a good episode. Yes. I think season one, I believe. That's probably why I remember it so vividly, because I had season I, one. On DVD? Yep. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, um, I no Everybody why. I know, like around my age, had that. They handed it out free at McDonald's. They did not. Maybe. He had to buy it. Well, I remember I they canceled Family Guy after the first season. And then what? it got really popular because of the, the DVD was so widely proliferated, so they brought it back. I don't think that's true. I'm pretty sure it's true. Yeah. You could Google it. Because you'll know that's when Mila Kunis joined, because she originally wasn't Meg's voice. It was actually... Uh, you know way more about it than I do. It was do. actually, I think, yeah, I, I forget, I I forget her name, but she was the brunette in Mean Girls, was the original voice of Meg. Was it Bridget, her name? I'm going to vote for her because she, she got hit by a, a bus. I'm going to vote for her because she pushed in front of the bus. <laughs> this is all accurate. I don't need to look it's it up. Just, is this it's just like all Mean Girls. girls the, brunette, the brunette girl in Mean Girls was the original voice of Meg in Family. Whatever Day. happened to uh, Lindsay Lohan? Do you um, know that she's under a conservatorship? Hasn't, yeah, has so she always or Amanda, or Amanda Bynes, one of Amanda those two. Amanda Bynes is I think longer than sure. Britney Spears. Probably. Yeah, Isn't that crazy? Sad. It is. Crazy. I think. I think yeah, that's insane. That's McFarland dated. Lindsay Lohan? No, uh, Amanda. Bynes. Amanda Bynes? Yeah. Barnes? Oh. Bynes? Bynes? Bynes. Amanda Isn't Show. The The Dancing Lobsters. I don't. AmandaPlease.com. I don't. Block Blister. Block Blister. What? The it's better. Much better. Um. Block blister. I don't. The sketch. I don't understand. The joke is that it's not blockbuster, but think people think it is. But it's better. Yeah. I don't understand how conservatorships are a thing, though. Well, in yeah. theory, they wouldn't be. I mean, they shouldn't work for that. It's for people who can't. Well, make I, 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 I know, own. like, I know, like, like what it's actually for. Yeah. But I think it's BS that they're being used in that way because it's sure. just like if you were somebody that was is. poor and broke, no one would care how you spent your two hundred dollars a week. Yeah. Mm. But if you have millions of dollars, all of a sudden it's just like, well, we need to make sure that. Well, that's we the need whole to thing, make sure right? That you're okay. Yeah. Although, I will say that there are like. There are people who have who are in conservatorships who are on things like disability and like yeah it's not a ton of money but like it's still free money. What are you talking about? I'm talking about somebody. Like that's, there are people who are getting into who are being put yeah people in have people under conservatorship so they can get the disability checks yeah. and stuff like that yeah. Like we care because they're famous, but there this also happens care. in other situations. I care. I care because if, talking about society. I think if somebody wants to. On that level, like Brit, like for Br free Britney, happy she got free too. But like st stuff like that, if there is not, um, I did not, and again, I'm not in her personal life, not mm -hmm. yet. What up, Britney? Um, like, was there enough reason to hold her in a conservatorship for that long? Like mentally speaking, like I, I think th there's way more crazier people than that. That 
Well, you want to talk about bad social workers. I mean, you're not going to get any pushback from me on this point. About freeing Britney? Yeah, right. I think, I, I think I've read, I mean, I don't know. I haven't dove down too far into this rabbit hole, but I remember like the judge is kind of on the payroll. The dad like was a thing. The, the sister yeah, was a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's all money. I mean, but if see, you that's pay someone enough money, they can get it. What was the one to, uh, disorder that that judge, that the lawyer said the kid had that got him out of four murders down oh, south? Oh, uh, affluenza. Affluenza? He was, he was so spoiled. You know about this. He was so spoiled that he could not logically understand the difference between right and wrong. Killed four people. Well, that's the legal argument. Well, and they got off on it. Yeah. I don't know that I've heard this. The guy, he, he killed four he people in like a drunk driving accident. It was literally like parents. a pastor, a teacher, a nurse, and like an old lady. Like then, literally the worst case scenario. Oh, God. 15, 16 years old, drunk in a truck with his friend, killed these four people got off on like 10 years probation and then he got caught drinking his mom flew him to mexico to try to escape and then they're both oh, yeah, in, they're right. now they're both in prison yeah. i haven't heard this actually what? Oh, okay. i've been off true crime for a minute because it's, i've been trying that, to that get was on national news <laughs> yeah. i don't that was uh i remember i was in either but i think i was in a mental hospital when i i was in a mental hospital when You're that like, came well, out how do i plead this i was in a mental hospital when casey anthony got uh -huh. I, I've been in I've been in institutions for a lot of historic events. I've never been um and I've never been there. I've been in um you know hospitals, deep, and, detoxes and, hospitals and, and stuff like that, but I've never checked myself into a mental health place. I'm trying to think. Some of them were by my choice. Some of them weren't. <laughs> yeah, I certainly. I remember. Um, I think all of them were my choice. Hmm. No, I, 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 <laughs> I remember I was living with this, uh, this guy and he was an EMT and, um, I was up all night and, um, like a boss. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I remember I was just like waiting for him to get up so I could just be like, can you drive me to the hospital? Like, can you take me in your ambulance to the hospital? Did he have his ambulance there? No, I, but I thought <laughs> I that. Like, I thought that's cool. how it I thought, well, I knew you, he didn't have the, carry it. I knew he pocket. didn't have the ambulance there, but I knew that's where he was going, right? You know what I mean? So I was just like, can you take me into, into work with you? You know? And then I don't know. I didn't. But That's just such a, I like how, like, again, in, in that in that chaos, though, you're like, I'm still going to be respectful, though. I'm going to wait till he wakes up. I'll wait till he wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crazy. That's funny. Yeah, I was pretty okay with... Um, I mean, I was pretty like, okay with the fact that like I was going to die young and you know, it's just a matter of time type of thing. Um, I mean, I'm glad I like, um, like, didn't. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm glad I didn't, you know, <laughs> duh. um, you know, like I, <clears throat> you know, I had a gun and I disassembled it and I left it at my parents for, you know, most of my twenties because, you know, I probably would have used it on myself, but yeah, you know, the, I don't know. I, I never felt like anything was, I wouldn't go as far as like, I mean, I've talked to you about this too. Like I want to go as far as like I disassociated, mm -hmm. but I very much felt like nothing was real. If that makes sense. Like I kind of just <laughs> felt like everything happened. There was no weight behind things. Hmm. So like a lot, of, I just kind of like floated through life. And I thought a lot of that was just like, all right, well, I'm just going to do stuff and things will happen. And like, well, I mean, most of my life, I just am used to these things just working out, you know? Um, 
in in some form or another and i guess it wasn't until i was like you know around the time that i seriously got sober that i kind of realized that like the weight of the consequences are starting to feel actually real you know what i mean like oh i actually am going to die like oh i actually am suicidal i can't i can't romanticize that yeah like uh, like like oh i actually do not have anywhere to go i do not have any money or resources to help myself you know like i totally my my favorite i'll have to find this poem that I, so like there's not a lot of poetry that i'm proud of but there's there's like there's like two or three that sure that i'm i'm really proud of i performed one mm-hmm. um um suicide's not an aesthetic okay and that was i was really proud it, it really i because i was that person of like that that dark grit was was for better words like that was very sexy to me sure it was an attractive thing it was an identity and like something to hold on to um but yeah you you get a little and that's why i feel like i feel bad for the younger generation that end up taking their lives before they could find out that there's something else yeah because your world is so small yeah yeah um and i realized that nobody could have told me anything at the Absolutely age that not. i was like yeah. i just had to and that i thought about that like at, like how do you even uh, validating somebody's experiences and pain and not yeah. minimizing and being like you're just a kid you don't know what the heck you're talking about yeah well we've talked about it before yeah. it's just like there's nothing worse than hearing like it gets better <laughs> when you're fucking, when you're 50 <laughs> yeah damn it what time is it I know. I'm 104. Okay. That's when I said that. I'll have to remember that. 104. Yeah. I mean, I well, it is like a it's a skill to be able to validate somebody without also Oh yeah. saying that what they're saying. Like, you know, yes. like there is a way especially when you're working with people that are like that young that acknowledging the fact that this is their whole world. It's not the whole world, but it's their whole world. And those are different things, you know, like, cause you can't see past anything when you're in the middle of that. Yeah. I also and try it's... hard not to say like, I know what you're like, mm. I know. Yeah. Or like, if I say I understand, I'll be like, I don't know what you're going through, but like, I can understand the feeling or actually I don't yeah. say that. It's something I like, I try to be very intentional with how I talk about. Yeah. It's like because I don't know. Yeah, I hate when people are like, "I know what you're going through. You have no, no. idea what I'm going through." Yeah, like, no, you don't. because you're not me. Yeah. And there's some. And like, I remember being a kid of being like, "F you." Like, yeah, yeah. No, you don't. Like, yeah. I don't know why. Because it's very. It's it's talking down. Like you're just a stupid kid. Sure. Yeah. It's I like can... I might be a stupid kid, but right. But, but my like, feelings are feelings. It's me, and yeah. I'm I'm living through this, and you're not. And sure, you got out of it, but that doesn't mean I can. Yeah. Like that doesn't necessarily yeah. transcend. And especially since I'm so freaking special and unique, mm-hmm. if you got out of it, that's because you're basic. Well, I like one. I like one thing Debbie shared with me when it came to that kind of stuff was um, that you're absolutely allowed to feel what you're feeling. Yeah, you know. Um, and I say that to people now where it's as kind of a way to like when I work with sponsees and stuff as a way for me to not be like, um, it just kind of cuts through all the like, Oh, I understand how you're feeling, blah, blah, blah. Just be like, you know what? You're allowed to feel that way. You know, it doesn't really justify any sort of negative, if you want to say that word or rash actions that you take on behalf Mm -hmm. of that, but you're entitled to feel that way. Well, when I, 
when when my friend passed away and I called my sponsor at the time and we were talking about it and and I I remember the thing he told me he's like I because he had a son that passed away from a heroin overdose a few years previous and and I just kind of remember that of like like he told me I felt like the world should have stopped but it didn't yeah mm. and just that same thing of like it's okay like whatever you're feeling like hey it sucks it's going to yeah it's you're it's allowed going to, feel to the hurt weight of that yeah and like no the world will not stop for you no. like yeah. these are the these are this is reality yeah. Yeah. and now feel it yeah okay like there that's that's just a very different experience yeah. than like I, I try to be conscious of telling people or telling people like you can do this. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 sketchy on that cuz it's just like or like or not you can do this like you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to be okay. That's mm-hmm. up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to decide if you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really even just like like or the you're going to make it this time. Like don't you don't, don't ever say that. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't know. Well, and I, I said it before, you. like, just yeah. all because it, it's that trained response. It's yeah, not sure. even like a genuine response. And I, then it's just like, oh, uh, just my, autopilot. My dad used to say that every time I tried to get sober. It was like, is, is this, this it? You know, are you going to get it this time? And I'm just like. Not now. I don't know. Right. Not now. <laughs> We're going to roll the dice. <laughs> well, now that you say that, I'm going to be the contrarian that I've yeah. raised myself to become in opposition to you. I love my dad and I have a great relationship with him, but you know, like, um, I have such a contrarian, it, it, like You're really using that word hard instant, here. instantaneous reaction to anybody telling me what to do, even if it's a good thing, you know, Yeah. that I got because of my oppositional defiance to him. <laughs> so I think about that all the time. Cause as soon as somebody's like, it's like, like, you're really going to like this. I'm like, well now I'm not, well, not now. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you're going to be really good at this. Well, not now. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I feel that. I'm so tired. Okay. Yeah. So. We never actually cued in the episode. Welcome so, to so Guiding Light. Like, <laughs> no, I always say that. Casting yeah. Light. Welcome to Casting Light. Um. Okay. So um, what, do, what should so we do? So here's what happens. Point? Okay. We're going to. Um, keep, keep looking at the computer. Okay. So. We're going to say goodbye now. Okay. Goodbye. And then okay. we're going to say goodbye. hello. Oh. Yeah, thanks for listening, watching, whatever. Thanks for we'll tuning see you in. Next week. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to edit this in. I might just leave it exactly like this.